Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome in Thursday, July 6th. I'm Michael Borkey's Brian Haydad, Sports Talk Mississippi. Uh, 11 days away from SEC Media Days, right? 17th? Uh, yes. Monday yes. the 17th, I think. Sorry, I'm so busy looking at my Threads app. I'm just, you know, I'm just... You're a Threads guy? Already? I um, I'll give it a look. It's good. It's good. They got they got something. They got to figure some stuff out before I would commit to it. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just say I'm a I'm on an official visit right now. I'm I'm not committing to anything. So, in case you don't know what Threads is, uh, there's a new social media platform out there because that's what we needed, and it's called Threads, and it's uh, an attempt to rival Twitter because uh, Twitter is owned by what some people think is a weirdo billionaire. And so they were so excited to flock to an app owned by Mark Zuckerberg. Also. A weirdo weirdo billionaire who has possibly, allegedly, engaged in some deeply, seriously criminal behavior in terms of our personal information. But, you know, hey, hey, he's not Elon. And so uh, that's how I know our brains are so broken. Don't stand for Elon Musk. I'm not standing for Elon. They're both terrible people. That's the thing. Terrible people. I'm not standing for Elon. It's just our brains are so broken that there there are people that are so very much online that their experience on Twitter has been altered a little bit. Therefore, they celebrate the creation of something by Mark Zuckerberg. Like. Jeez, I mean, you know, well, they got they got a lot of work to do on that project. That's like a lot people of going to, to the uh, the socialist rally after having a Starbucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, they recorded stuff on their iPhone too. I mean, yeah, I, I hate capitalism. First, uh, gotta get me but a grande. Co- yeah. I, I get a coffee for seven bucks. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm curious about it. I, I'm I'm always looking for things that can help, you know, for what we do especially. You know, th- there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, social media, not for me. And good. That's a healthy way to live. For us, it, it really does help us when it comes to, like, marketing what we do, getting viewers and listeners and stuff. I mean, we got 22,000 people that follow just this show's Twitter page. That's valuable. When we send stuff out on our Twitter page... 
it, it could reach sometimes we've had tweets that have reached hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people like that that is valuable to us so of course that's important and so threads is interesting because it could be another avenue for promotion but yeah. when you have something that can't be viewed chronologically and it's, you yeah, I, can't, I can't and i can't deal with the it's not just the people i follow yeah, like it's 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 got like a f- all uh, like I sometimes I'm scrolling down like 30, 40 posts before there's anybody I even like know, let that, alone follow. That won't work. I can't deal with that. So as I said, I'm on the official visit, and then they get some things corrected, then perhaps I'll commit. But that sounds like when today, uh, uh, Treadwell went to Stid- uh, Stillwater for his official visit, and for the, their Friday night meal, they took him to Panda Express. Yeah, it's no, it's no good. He had he had more of his visit to go, but apparently that was like, wait, really? This is what y'all got? <laughs> this this is the best yeah. you got because uh, at the other places I've been, is there's better. But yeah, anyway, yeah, that was a craze last night. Everybody was like, oh, finally we get to stick it to Elon by supporting again Mark Zuckerberg. And those two are apparently like scheduling a UFC fight together. No, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Happen. Of course, it's, it's not, not gonna happen. There are a couple of tech nerds. You think they're actually yeah. going to fight each other? No. No. No, they're they're going to pretend like they're going to fight each other. Me and Cross are the undercard of that, though. You said that I I'm, shouldn't stand for Elon, and I'm not going to, but I kind of am. At least his company sends rockets to space. Like, Zuckerberg just stole an idea. That's all he did. Hey. Zuckerberg's company... You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Yes, let's do it. Uh, no. Anyway, yeah, I I don't we we haven't made a show threads yet. If if it's not in chronological order, we're not going to because it's a waste no, it's, of time. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We're gonna wait them out, and we'll see what happens. They'll get it figured out. I mean, they're they're too smart not to. I would think. I think. We'll see. Somebody asked, "Can we start the show by talking about Britney Spears getting slapped by Victor Wimbenyama's security guard?" That happened. I, I'm not aware of that. I had not. Uh, I, I had no. I, I can't believe I had no idea that happened. Unless you just did a our mad friends lip. at TMZ. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not seeing the subject. I don't know. It, apparently, it did happen though. What a, Is it I just mean, a video I can watch. You Jeez remember words. Mad Libs, right? That's just a Mad Lib. That's all that is. Victor Wimbanyama yeah. slapped Britney Spears, or his security guard slapped Britney Spears. That That's not a real thing. There's no way you can convince me that's a real thing that happened. Why was she right. in a place near him? Or did he go They're to going the... to some restaurant in Vegas. He's in Vegas for the summer oh, league. Yeah. And apparently she was she she has her show there, so I guess that's what must have happened. What kind of crazy messed up timeline are we living in? <laughs> the first the round NBA one. draft pick security guard slapped Britney Spears. Slapping Britney Spears around. What? He took baby hit me one more time, literally. That was my first love when I was like 12, was Britney Spears. So I've got a friend who went to elementary school with her and has a yearbook of her in like the second grade or something. I'm like, dude, some freak show would buy that for like a million dollars. You should just put it on eBay. Yeah. Absolutely they would. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. But he he hasn't done it yet for whatever reason. Like it'd be fun in your kid's college. What are you doing? I mean, there there are are people like a lot of I know I know they're different, but there are like thousands of people that formed a support group because they didn't like who Taylor Swift briefly dated. You I get could, it. You could sell that Britney Spears thing for a lot of money if you've got support groups out here for celebrities' boyfriends who apparently aren't cool. Yeah. Got another email from Notre Dame. Yeah. Trying to get one of their mini packs. Yeah. Four hundred and five bucks. I can get a ticket to USC, plus my choice of Pitt or Wake Forest, and Central Michigan or Tennessee State. They get three games for four hundred and five bucks. So, but so one of them is USC. Notre Dame is struggling to sell tickets because you don't do those mini. I just want to know why I'm in... on their mailing list. Why am I on their mailing list? I don't live in Indiana. I don't. I, somebody tweeted or texted us like maybe it's just because all the Catholics in the world are on the mailing list. I don't know, but they also have you can they have they have two mini plans. They have the USC mini plan and the pick the three game flex. I can pick three of Tennessee State, Central Michigan, Pitt, and Wake Forest. That's only 180 bucks. You, you it's not know, a bad deal. You, you could probably turn those around and sell them. Oh, easily. And, and make your money. Maybe. Easily. Are they struggling to move tickets? That, everybody's struggling to move tickets. That, that's a thing that... Auburn's not. Uh, yeah, Auburn's not. I mean, when... when ooh, I, I was about to say something that I'm glad I didn't. Um, I don't know what you were going to say, well, but my mind, uh, I can, well, I can, well, I can well, figure well, out the path. When a cult finds a new leader, they get really excited. Uh, ah, that's good. That, that's a that's dumbed-down version of it. But, yeah, no, Auburn's not. But the, that's a thing that's been, been going on for a long, long while. And you, you're going to have a couple of season openers in this state that are not going to be well-attended. And there are going to be people, I don't know how many, but there are going to be people that are like, oh, our fan base is so bad. No, it is not unique to you at all. Yeah. I mean, if Notre yeah. Dame is offering Brian Haydad mini packs that include the Southern Cal game for a discounted rate, Notre Dame, everybody's struggling to move tickets, clearly. We'll catch up with Antonio. It'll be a great day. Yeah, that would be fun. What is that game? Speaking of yeah, USC... They, yeah. they will be on the countdown today of 100 teams in 100 days. The reigning Heisman Trophy winner will get to talk about him and play the, the cool fight song. The only fight song in college sports that they play constantly, and it does not get old. Oh, Borky. The, the Notre Dame-USC game is the Mississippi State-Ole Miss bye week that we've been talking about. October where Everybody's off. Yes! I'm going to South Bend! Go. Let's go! And then sell the rest. Oh my! I mean, gosh, th- there's no way that you wouldn't enjoy the heck out of going to that game. So you might as well just buy. Oh, it. I'd have a great time. Yeah, yeah. Going to meet up with my my buddy Tyler, my handsome young son Tyler Horka, and it'll be great. Didn't they cover up touchdown Jesus? Isn't he blocked from view well, inside like the, the stadium? The, the, yeah, the, the, the way they re, they they added onto the stadium, you can't see him. You can't. You know, they don't. You're not driving into him anymore. You know. No wonder they. I don't know why you won would a do championship that. Championship recently. Ah! Why would you why would you do that? Payback.
601-879-4395. We'll get to some of your messages. And uh, true or false, an idea I came up with earlier, got a ton of scenarios mostly involving Ole Miss and State. True or false, we'll get to that as well. It's Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Josh and Laurel says, leave Brittany alone. Yeah, apparently whipping Yama's bodyguard did not. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you're a true sports sicko if you watch the NBA Summer League. Hand up, I'm going to tomorrow because my team's <laughs> playing. I, but it's not even because there's a preseason. So this Summer League is where your draft pick may be a role player, a young role player from last year's team, and then a bunch of dudes you'll never see play again join a team and play a few games in Vegas. That's all it is. And my goofy self is going to watch every dribble of the New Orleans Summer League team because two guys on it are going to be on the roster this year. They're not going to have big roles. They're not going to start. They're going to be role guys, and I'm still going to watch it because I'm crazy. And then we'll have preseason games in October, and I'll watch those too. I I can't explain it to people because it doesn't make sense. It's just... Just what I do. Quick update. Richard Cross now on threads, which I was amazed by. My first post on that platform was, I'll set the over-under at March 10th, 2024 for Richard Cross getting on here. He's on the next day. Why is he starting a social media account when he's on vacation? He doesn't even tweet. And he's on vacation. That guy. This guy. That guy. Just uh, does not. I always tell him the same thing. I always say it to him. Like, when I have a day off, I can tell the difference. Josh says he's going to watch the Canadian Football League tonight. You're a sicko, and I love it. I love it. Chad Kelly having a a fine season, I believe. It's not a bad product. It's a little different. The receivers running and the field goal post being, you know, it's different. But (laughs) if you got nothing to do, there's worse ways to spend your Thursday night in watching Canadian mm-hmm. Football League. At least I think so. Absolutely. Je- Absolutely. Jeff's having a good day. Uh, Jeff, uh, you know, I wish we would we could trade places right now. I, w- I would enjoy what you're doing. He said, I'm sitting here drinking some rum, rum waiting for my girlfriend to arrive. She's flying into Jackson from Dallas. Well, enjoy your uh, your oh, long yeah. weekend. And, uh, and yeah. I don't think I've had rum in... Years, but more power to you, man. Enjoy yourself. Glad you're with us. I'm not. A, I'm not a big big rum fan for sure. John and Hurley says I'm not a Zuckerberg fan. If if you are a Zuckerberg fan, we need to call the police. Uh, but he would kill Elon. Another message. I'm a well, season. Isn't, Zuckerberg is like a, a black belt. So yeah, yeah, he's he's training and fighting now. He he just wants to prove to everybody that he's not a robot. If you I mean, cut that dude open... Know, he's big into grilling meats, too. Yeah. If you cut him open, there's wires inside. There's, there's not bloody no, veins. Come on. He's a robot. Yes, there is. 
Now it's reptilian. Oh, blood okay. And I see, yeah. He's a lizard person. Yeah. So when he wakes up in you the morning, woman... he has to stand in the sun for a little while before he can start doing things. Yeah. yeah. Did you see this woman who like got kicked off the plane because she said the person sitting next to her wasn't real? Yeah, I saw that. This is this. Is, you talk about the we, we live in the best times. Crazy people have carte blanche to do whatever they want, but we get to see it because everybody records everything. It's great. You know, if she'd been sitting next to a bird, I might have bought it. Because they're not. Because they're not real. But. On the uh, football ticket right. front, we get this message. I'm a season ticket holder. If you're going to week one versus Mercer at 1 o'clock in 150-degree heat instead of posting up a home with a two-TV system and the air conditioning washing the slate, you're mentally demented. You're a sicko. We respect you if you go to that first game. I, if if there, every fan... This applies to state as well. Uh, so when are they kicking off their season opener? Isn't it three? I need to double check that. Well, but they didn't get to choose that because that's not their streaming game. Their streaming game is Southern Miss, right? Right, right, right. Correct. It is three p.m. So yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Zach Selman and Keith Carter should personally have a stack of a hundred dollar bills in their hands, waiting outside of the stadium at the end of the fourth quarter after the alma mater plays. To hand $100 to every fan walking out of the stadium seeing those games to completion. You might have to give out three grand. Maybe. (laughs) The band doesn't count. No, no. Well, they can get NIL deals now, though. You can hand them to them as well. But yeah, yeah, that's going to be tough. That is going to be tough. Somebody says you should do Thunder and Lightning from. Notre Dame that day. I don't know how they would feel about us being there, but, you know. Well, they'd be fine. They'd just be happier there, apparently, because they're trying to get you to buy their tickets. And also, somebody said, uh, nice shirt on a day where you revealed that you're a secret Notre Dame homer. (laughs) I had no idea I was going to get that email. Billy wants to know who invented MySpace. It was before Facebook. Uh, It wasn't Zuckerberg. It was a guy named Tom. I forget his last name. Yeah, he's worth like half a billion dollars now, so he's doing good. Yeah, sold it off, uh, and then it died. But doesn't matter to him because he made all his money. He made his money. What did he care? It, it was sold to kill it. And as like far Facebook as, was like, we're going to buy this because we don't want it around anymore. And, and as far as we know, Tom didn't you know, sell all, all of your data to foreign nations. <laughs> So that's too too far ahead of its time. Yeah, he he didn't have that 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 I he didn't have that idea in the head. He was just like, well, you can just have a place where it plays music when we come to your page. You get your own entrance music. I remember that. I I got made I never fun did of because I had Rolling Stones. Oh, and people were like, "Who are the Rolling Stones?" You're 14. It's like Red Hot Chili Peppers are the are cool. You're not cool. What does start me up? <laughs> That's a good thing to go to for when you just go to the page, though. It works. Exactly. So, no. yeah. No, social media is a drain on society. It, it really is. Like, I use it as a product of work. I use Facebook especially to, to find out, like, local events and also marketplace is a nice thing. But generally speaking, social media makes us all worse. It really does. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to this country, I think, is social media. The worst thing. The, the, 
in modern American history. Thing. In modern American history, like my lifetime. It's the worst thing that happened to the country. Were you born in 2001? What I should say is society. <laughs> not the country. I mean, society. If, if you're going to go that route. Yeah. No, to, yeah. to society, to, to the way we to, wars have happened, you know, to, to the way we live in society. Not not the country. Right. It's the worst thing that's happened right. to society. All right, I can I, I can live with that. I will let you come back, walk that back a little bit. I will allow that. I did have another on. one of those experiences though on Monday, where mm-hmm. you know how so often you you hear, oh, we are so deeply divided as a nation, all that stuff. You hear that rhetoric all the Damn. time. We, we all hate each other. We're so divided. Went to the Absolutely. fireworks show, and, and you look around, and it's a, a diverse crowd of people just hanging out, having fun, all doing the same thing, no issues, just eating food, yeah. popcorn, watching fireworks, listening to a band, and a bunch of people that look totally different from each other, and we're just having fun and enjoying and relaxing and and. and Enjoying the Fourth of July. It's another reminder that real life ain't so bad. Not with the internet I mean, tells you it is anyway. But six year one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. Dwayne says I'm with you. I hate the term viral. Another one I loathe people who live through social media. I've been off Facebook for four years. You are um, living right. Facebook taught people how to write code somewhat. It did. Yeah, code was a thing. To make your page look good, you had to understand different types of codes and URLs and stuff to make it look right. Now it's just kind of done for you. Yeah. I took a coding class in college for 10 days, and I dropped it because I didn't have to take it, and I thought it would be interesting, and it was not interesting at all. I I did not uh, worry myself with that. He started talking about Python and the different coding languages, and then when he tried to explain the language, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm six months away from a journalism degree, and this yeah, better work. This better work. That's all. <laughs> because uh, the learn to code nah. thing does not apply to me because I'm not. I'm not going to learn how to code because the only Pythons I knew about as a kid were Hulk Hogan's. Hulk Hogan's Pythons. <laughs> oh man. Having fun, having fun on this uh, Thursday afternoon. What we're going to do, though, when we come back is a true or false. True or false, a lot of old people going to do it this time. We're going to do it this time. True or false, came up with uh, all of these, it's 20 or so, for Ole Miss and Mississippi State and around the SEC. I'm going to read a statement. We're going to tell you if that statement will be true in 2023 or will it be false. And uh, we'll start with quarterbacks. And we'll do that when we come back. At Sports Talk Mississippi, I'm Borky Isay, Dad. Text us 601-879-4395 is the text line, the C Spire text line. But don't text and drive. Do it safely, please. But we'd love for you to be a part of the show. When guests join us, by the way, they do join us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. True or false when we come back? Listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. (laughs) 
Borky and Brian Haydad with you at Sports Talk Mississippi on July 6th. And because it's July 6th, and as I think Dwayne and Brandon, I hope I'm not giving incorrect credit, the only sports thing going on right now is middle of the season Major League Baseball, Summer League, and Victor Wimbanyama's security guard apparently slapping Britney Spears. So, not a whole lot of sports going on, but you guys want to hear college football. When in doubt, talk college football is is something that uh, somebody years ago said to me that, that does radio in a different market, and he's right. When in doubt, talk, talk college football, and so I sat down earlier today trying to figure out how we could do that and make it organic and original, and here's what I came up with. True or false, I'm going to read a statement. We're going to tell you, and you guys, please chime in on the text line, 601-879-4395, if this statement is true or false. Here's number one. True or false? Let's go. Will Rogers will throw more interceptions this season than he did in 2022. True or false? Well, they say you should you should take if you're going to do true and false, you should either go all true or all false. You got a 50-50 chance. So I'm, I'm going to everything's going to be false. No, uh, more interceptions this year than he did last year. He threw nine last year. Is that correct? I believe the number's eight, but I could be wrong. I mean, and that's on how many attempts, right? It, close to 600. I mean, he's going to cut that number down by at least 200 this year, maybe 250. And he's a good manager of the football. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. I'll say, I'll say true. He throws fewer interceptions this year. I think he's going to be asked to do more. The, the throws won't be as safe, but I'm with you. I, I think that that eight or fewer is the right number. So I think he will throw fewer as well. To Oxford, Jackson Dart threw 11, if I remember correctly when I made this, interceptions a year ago. True or false, he throws fewer interceptions this year than he did last year. He said 11 was the number? 11 was the number. <sighs> yeah, I said yesterday, I was like, you know, if Dart, Dart isn't like Corral. Crowell had those two games where he threw six and five, and he was such a gunslinger, you could just see that. Dart is a little bit more controlled than him. I say true, but it's only going to be one less. He's going to throw ten. Yeah, I th- if you believe everything that came out of spring, which spring is only worth what you think it's worth, which isn't much, but apparently, even in practice, he has taken much better care of of the football. And three of those 11 mm-hmm. came in the bowl game when the he was just kind of slinging it in the second half. What? Two of them came on just the game is over, I'm badly hurt, I'm just throwing the football. Uh, mm-hmm. But if he takes better care of the ball like everybody says that he will, then under 11 seems like a pretty safe bet. Uh, so, yeah. so we shall see. Not splitting reps, although he only really did that for one game last year. But yeah. what, what difference really does that make? Number three, Mississippi, true or false, Mississippi State will only win one of these games. Only win one of these games. At South Carolina, at Arkansas, at Auburn, at Texas A&M. False. I think they'll split. Uh, two and two in this. If you had to guess, what would the two be? Auburn 
and I'm, I'm torn between South Carolina and Arkansas. I think they will lose to A&M. Um, so you're going to make me pick, I would say today, I would say, I would say Arkansas. Gosh, Mississippi State's schedule is so interesting because their four road they games should be, are all teams that are like that you would consider all like the toss-up toss-up games. Game. Yeah. And in reality, I think State's going to be two and three. I mean, based on what I'm predicting here, right? I think they're going to be two and three at the end of September. But then I have them going uh, six and one the rest of the way. That game in College Station in early November, that's an interesting one. That's a really interesting one. It's huge. The, the game of the season is at Columbia. That, that, if, they go, if they win that game, they got a great chance to win nine games. If they lose it, it's going to be, they're going to have to play really well to get to eight. So, hey, that's just false. They'll win two of their four road games, which are South Carolina, Arkansas, Auburn, and A&M. Ole Miss doesn't have four road games like this. Two of them are in Tuscaloosa and Athens, so I picked a couple of different ones. True or false? Ole Miss will only win one of these games. Arkansas, A&M, at Mississippi State, at Auburn. Only win one? Only win one. True or false? I got, let me go through my head here. I have them losing to Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. Right now, I would pick State to win the Egg Bowl. Yeah, they'll win more than one. Getting Arkansas at home, I think, is a big schedule break for them this season, considering they got Georgia from the East, so getting that crazy game and getting A&M at home also uh, yeah. Is a nice break. All right. Number five, I believe. Mississippi mm-hmm. State or Ole Miss. So either one will beat either LSU or Alabama this season. True or false? I would say false. I would say both teams lose both games. You think they're going 0 2? Yeah. I think true. I think LSU is going to come to Mississippi. And lose one of those two games. I, just don't I don't see think it. Alabama, I don't think it's going to be Alabama. Although there are so many questions about Alabama, and we've had that conversation in the past, and and they almost always get answered. But this, how many times can you do it without there being some kind of not slip, but truth behind it? But yeah, I think LSU is going to come on the road to Mississippi and lose one of those two games. I think. Okay. Next. We've got to remember, new offense. Yeah. Jackson Dart throws for more yards than Will Rogers, who threw, what was it, about 1,000 yards more than Dart last year? I think. Yeah. But this year, well, now I need to know system, what Jack- Jackson Dart. He threw for just under 3,000. It was like 2,975, I think. Okay. So I feel like that's going to be a horse race. That's going to be a really tight one. Because I would be surprised if either of them cracked 3,000. So I will say true, but I I will also say the, the difference will be between, will be less than 200 yards. Okay. You can see like 2,900 and 2,700. Oh, I, I, I want to make a note to save this, actually, and come back to visit that, because I, I would love to know 
what we thought now. Because we, we have yet to yeah. see the offense yet. The spring game doesn't count. We, we don't know what kind of run-pass discrepancy we're going to see from Mississippi State yet. You would think yeah. it's going to be more balanced. Probably it's going to be more balanced. And there's going to be games, you know, Leach was going to throw no matter what, right? Right. There's going to be some games where if the running game's there, State might only throw it 15 times if they're able to run the football effectively, and they'll run it 45, 50 times. Barbe is not going to just force the pass because he likes to pass. Right. He'll stick with what works. There there were games last year where Mississippi State could have run the ball 45, 50 times, but Mike Leach is never going to do that. That will happen for State this year. They'll have a game where the running game's just clicking, and they'll go from there. Dwayne says the only way that Will throws less is the coach. That's kind of the point, though, right? Is that's the point? I mean, he's going to throw. He's going to throw a lot less passes. We get another one that says Mississippi State always seems to have Texas A and M's number. That that true division rivalry. Put that in quotes because you know what I mean. They're in the same division. Yeah, uh, has been good to State. It has, and they've played well, but it's it's July 6th. I know Texas A&M is more talented, and it's on the road. I just, I'm just i going to take A&M today. I, I reserve the right to come back the week of, in that week in November and change my mind. Somebody says uh, State will win all four of those games, uh, all four of their road games, and Ole Miss is going to lose all four of those toss-up games we gave. Hey, we love the enthusiasm. Oh, boy. Uh, Neither of us think they're going to. If Ole Miss did lose all four of those games, that nine million dollars won't be going very far. Now, uh, now. Well, if they lose all four of those games, they're not they're not going to a bowl because, I, like I said, they're going to lose to Georgia, Alabama, LSU. That's that's five and seven best case scenario. Well, uh, we'll keep on these because it seems like you guys are enjoying it. I think this is fun, so we're going to keep yeah. on it. We've got. Uh, a dozen or so more. We'll uh, branch away from Ole Miss and State a little bit as well, do uh, some SEC stuff uh, as we move along. Also, later on in the show, we only did about half the NFL stat dump. I was reading those, again, the ones remaining. I love those, so we're going to bring those up as well. We've got 100 teams in 100 days countdown. Uh, Odds for the college football playoff are out. I want to take that and spin it into an angle. We'll tell you who's the favorite. You could probably guess who the top six are because it's been the same top six every year since 2014. But there's a little another angle I want to take. So we'll get to that in the college football fix as well. Text us 601-879-4395. Sports Talk Mississippi doing true or false in the Pearl River Resort studio. Next. Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 on Super Talk Mississippi. Somebody on the text line says, it's just SEC football. Sometimes it is predictable. Well, the top of college football has been basically that for since before the college football playoff, honestly. But in the playoff era, before NIL and Portal, it's been the same six teams or so that have a chance at winning the championship every year. 
is uh, what it is. But we'll do that later. Back to true or false. Where did we leave off? Uh, Dart, Moriarty, and Rodgers? Okay. Yeah. True or false, both teams will enter the Egg Bowl with identical records. Ooh. I have state. Yes, true. True. So seven and seven four, and four. seven and four for each of them going into the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's what I have, yes, as we sit here today. Neither team would be ranked, right? I don't think so. It depends on who they've beaten. Yeah. I mean, State last year in the clock was in the college. State, not last year, but two years ago was in the college football playoff poll at seven and four going into the Egg Bowl. Obviously, Ole Miss was ranked because they were eight. They were nine and two. But here's one, or the next one, I should say. Ole Miss mm-hmm. will have under Pete Golding. A top half of the SEC ranked defense, not in conference play, also you know season long in mm-hmm. 2023. So seventh in the SEC or better in 2023. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say false to that one. I, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't know that the talent is there yet. You know he's gonna get there. The way they're recruiting, they got some good young players, but you know they have not done it. In my opinion. You know, the guys they brought in on the defensive line, especially, they just don't they don't strike me as huge difference makers for Ole Miss. So, no, I will say false to that. There's a P word, potential. I don't think yes. they'll have a top-half defense. There's, there's a potential there. If Johnson can stay healthy, between Josh Harris and Anukwu, they've they've added pieces up front. They Monty Montgomery's a veteran linebacker. They, they they've got a lot of guys that have the potential to be better than they certainly better than they were last year. Potential mm-hmm. though is is the key word. We'll have to see it to believe it first. I think it feels I, like it's feast or famine, right? It feels like they're either going to be a lot better or a lot worse. I don't know that they'll just stay where they were. I do think they upgraded at coordinator, and that just that may not show. Well, that's, yeah, for sure. Year, that may for not sure. show majorly in year one. It's just when you go from a guy that's never done it before to a guy that's done it for Nick Saban for five years plus more at UTSA, <laughs> then uh, it's just a little bit different. But anyway, agree. All right, true or false? The SEC championship will be yet again Alabama and Georgia. False. It will be LSU and Georgia again. Second straight year. I think you're right. I think. I think. I'm not sold on anybody in the West, though. I'm not sold on anybody. No, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. LSU has got the best quarterback in the West. Well, that's not true. I think K.J. Jefferson is the best quarterback in the West. LSU has the best overall team, but Alabama has the highest ceiling. But, I mean, you can't look at Alabama right this second and go, yeah, for sure, when you don't know who's starting for them at quarterback. True or false, Alabama will lose two regular season games or more. So I I said on yesterday's show I think the Tennessee loses to Alabama. So if I say yes to this, I'm saying that that. Alabama, I think they're going to lose to LSU, and then I've got to pick an upset, right? 
Their other East team is Kentucky, yeah. so that's not it. And then I'm also and then and then I'm saying that LSU LSU could lose two games because I think they're going to lose to Florida State. But then they would either be undefeated or they would lose to somebody else in the West, which is possible. So there's an 11 and one Alabama team that doesn't make the SEC championship game. That's a bitter pill to swallow. But I think that's where they are. Yes, true. I think it's true. Also, I think Alabama's going to go 10 and two. I don't know where that other loss is. Oh coming. no, I'm sorry. Then false, false. false. You think I think they're going to go 11 and one. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they're not going to win the West. I think true. Uh, we got one minute solid, so uh, we'll do this one quickly. True or false? And we got more after this. True or false? Georgia will lose a regular season game. No chance. False. I mean, if they do, it's a huge... They're, they're going to be not only a favorite, they're going to be like a two-touchdown favorite over almost everybody they play. It's, I don't see... I mean, look at their schedule and tell me who they're going to be... I mean, other than Tennessee, where are they not favored by 13, 14 points? Maybe Auburn, Auburn no. if Auburn gets off to a hot start and looks good, it may be under uh, double digits anyway, but they will be the favorite, a multi-score favorite. Yeah. Florida, South Carolina, they're going to be 10, 12, 13-point favorites in those games. The easiest schedule in the SEC belongs to the best team. Imagine that. We'll do it more does. of these it when does. we come back. True or false? As we move along on this July 6th, Thursday afternoon. In the Pearl River Resort studio, I'm Michael Borkey's Brian Haydad. We'll be right back. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Yes. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Kicking off the 4 o'clock hour the same way we ended the 3 o'clock hour doing some true or false SEC style. In case you missed it, don't worry. I'm going to cut this up tonight and post it on our social media channels. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Super Talk on YouTube and the true or false will be cut, placed for you there. Also, we got podcasts all over the place. This show's got a podcast commercial free uploaded for you 15, 20 minutes or so after the show. Just pull out your phone. It's got a podcast app on it. Search Sports Talk Mississippi. Subscribe, and you'll never miss a minute of this show. Also, if you're a state fan, you want more Mississippi State, and you're not familiar with Thunder and Lightning, I don't know how that's possible. Uh, it's it's everywhere. You, you, you can see it everywhere. But in case you haven't, Thunder and Lightning, Ole Miss fans, Rebel Report, Southern Miss fans, Eagle Hour, all on your favorite podcast app, whichever one you use, it's there. Search, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. Back to some true or false SEC style now. We're turning the page a little bit. True or false, Vanderbilt will not have the worst overall record in the SEC this year. So just conference record or overall? Overall record. Vanderbilt will not have the worst right. record in the SEC this year, true or false. 
I honestly think it's going to, I think that that's true. They will not. And the team I think is going to have the worst might surprise you. Arkansas? Florida. Their schedule is is just not. I mean, I think they might lose two non-conference. They they might lose two non-conference games. They might lose. They're probably going to lose to Utah and to Florida State. They will be the underdog in both of those games. They'll lose to Tennessee and Georgia. There's four, and then they'll lose to LSU. That's five. So I've got them at five losses right there. And then so now I got to say they're going to go undefeated with you know South Carolina, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, who beat them last year, Missouri, who's who's not bad. Three of those games are on the road, by the way. Yeah, who's their other West team? Arkansas. It's A and M, right? Arkansas. No, it's Arkansas. So I mean, it's gonna be tough. I could see Florida going five and seven. There's a chance that they go worse. There's a chance to go worse than that. Defensively, they're gonna be good, and that might help. But yeah, Vanderbilt's non-conference games: Hawaii, Alabama, A and M. They're at Wake Forest, and for some reason, they're at UNLV. They have Kentucky, Missouri, Georgia. They have Kentucky, Missouri at home, Auburn at home. Who's at UNLV? Vanderbilt. Oh, I thought you meant Florida. I was like, Florida's at UNLV? What? Vanderbilt's playing two road non-conference games. Now, maybe they did that knowing what they were going to do with their stadium, but you schedule these out way in advance. By the way, uh, neither Ole Miss nor State are at Vanderbilt this year, so so I guess this doesn't apply. It'll be done, but... Uh, they've flattened both end zone seating areas in Vanderbilt. They're they're yeah. gone, and they're going to rebuild them. And project looks pretty nice, actually. If yeah. uh, if the renderings hold true, but anyway, uh, you think Florida? I actually don't disagree with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not high on them. How could you be? How could anybody be? Yeah. True or false? An SEC team will lose a non-Power 5 game this season. An SEC team will lose a non-Power 5 game this season. Here they are. Florida's got McNeese and Charlotte. Georgia, we can just skip it, but UAB is their toughest uh, one there. Kentucky's got Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and Akron. Missouri's got South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State and Memphis. There's one that's possible. That, that game's at a neutral site, too. It it's, is. I mean, it's in Missouri, but it's at a neutral site. South Carolina's got Furman. Look out. Jacksonville State <laughs> are there, too, because uh, they have yeah. North Carolina and Clemson on the schedule this and Clemson, year. Clemson, yeah, right. Tennessee's got Austin P, UTSA, and UConn. Mentioned nah. Vanderbilt's already. That's a candidate, probably, maybe. Yeah, I mean, because it is Vanderbilt. Alabama, not happening. No, but Middle Tennessee and time. USF and Chattanooga. Yeah. Arkansas's got uh, Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU, if they count, and FIU. No, they don't. They're Big 12. That's right. They're in the Big 12. That does not count anymore. They don't count anymore. Auburn's yeah. UMass, Samford, and New Mexico State. LSU is no. Grambling and Georgia State and Army. Army. Yeah, no. Mississippi State, you guys know theirs already, but it's Sela, uh, not Sela. It's Sela. Yeah, it is Sela, right? Yeah. Sela, Southeast Louisiana, yeah. Uh, Western Michigan, who is projected to lose all of their games this year, and Southern Miss. Ish. 
Ole mm-hmm. Miss is Mercer, Tulane, and Louisiana Monroe, and A&M is New Mexico, Louisiana Monroe, and Abilene Christian. Are any of those games a loss for an SEC team this year? I will say no, but it's interesting to me that the one that you would feel like has the best odds is Ole Miss Tulane. Especially since it's in New Orleans. What would the second like that, best be? That's probably the best odd. Southern oh, Miss, it was, maybe? Um, no, Missouri-Memphis. Missouri-Memphis. Yeah, it would be second best to me. Southern Miss State would probably be third. No, I can't say that because of Vanderbilt. Take, taking Vanderbilt out of the, equa- the equation, Southern Miss State would be the third best, I think. What's the line going to be on that Southern Miss State game, I wonder? Assuming the seasons play out the way I think they will, then I think State would probably be favored by 10.5, maybe 12 at most. Sounds about right. That's going to yeah. be an interesting week, I think. Because because you know a lot of State fans are... It's just... Southern Miss fans, I think you would agree with this. It's just natural behavior. When you're done with your conference games and you've got a non-con game before your biggest rival, it is natural for your mind to start thinking about Ole Miss, if you're a State fan. It, it's mm-hmm. just natural. It's going to happen. And all of the Southern Miss fans out there are going to want blood. But at the same time, because it's Southern Miss, it's it's a little bit easier to not overlook it than it would be if it were another team in Louisiana the Louisiana Monroe. If it was Louisiana Monroe, like Ole Miss is playing, or, or you know, and I'm not saying Ole Miss is going to overlook Louisiana Monroe, they're they're going to smack them up and down the field. But the fact that it's Southern Miss, I mean, you have enough people around this program that that's are just going to say, well, it's Southern Miss, you got to take that seriously. Yeah. Next one, South Carolina will be the biggest disappointment in 2023 relative to their expectations. I'm going to say false. It could be Alabama. Could be. Because they expect title every year. Their expectations are to to win a national title. Um, I don't know what people's expectations for Florida are right this second. But that's a a big-time candidate for me. And if if I'm right about Ole Miss, I mean, if they're a preseason top twenty-five team and they finish seven and five, they would be in that conversation as well. We get this message: How many times is Hugh Freeze going to get away with free wins versus New Mexico State uh, last season when New Mexico State beat his Liberty team forty-nine to fourteen? Did he really? Yes. I didn't remember that. All right. Well, there you yeah, go. that was after it became obvious that he wanted. The oh, Auburn okay. job and this team got smoked and it, it was uh, it, that was that was a weird deal, uh, I remember. I but yeah, yeah, they got beat forty nine fourteen. Just were completely non competitive. I mean, th- there's the one year that everybody remembers in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. where they went ten and one, and that was a really good yeah. year. And that was the COVID year. His other three mm-hmm. years at Liberty: eight and five, eight and five, eight and four. True, true, but they they made a, a concerted effort to play better teams, right? And they played Ole Miss in there. They played Arkansas and beat Arkansas in there. I think I, you know, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to take away from Freeze the coach. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah. 
we get this message, hey, at least State plays them and they're not scared like Ole Miss. You, you can believe this or not. Yeah. Ole Miss's yeah. justification for that, again, you can agree or disagree with it. That, that We're not doing that today. They don't find it necessary. It's not fear. It's They don't think it's worth their time. And you can agree with that. You can disagree with that. You can think that's crazy. You call it whatever you want. But their line of thinking is, what's the point? That's that's what it is. It's not, oh, they might beat us. It's, what's the point? That's what they think. And you could debate mm-hmm. that all day. We're, we're not going to do that uh, today. But we still have a few more of these. We'll get to those. This is fun. I'm enjoying myself. We'll get to some of these. We'll do uh, an NFL stat dump because uh, I've got some left over that I want to get to as well. And then we'll do 100 teams in 100 days. And the Pac-12, well, soon to not be the Pac-12 anymore, to the Big Ten in Los Angeles, California with that. So a busy, busy show coming your way. We'll be right back. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Kelso and Ocean Springs, our resident James Madison fan, says, Why are SEC teams scared to schedule the best team in the Sun Belt? Oh, Kelso, I'm about to hurt your feelings. Because they're too busy taking all of your best players. Oh. Sorry, man. You know we love you. Kelso's also our, uh, our hurricane pilot, which is the coolest thing ever. Um, we're going to get up in one of those planes one day. I don't know if we can do the show from there. I don't think that's possible. I don't know if our like portable internet connection will work from the sky, but you've offered to take us up there. We're going to take you up on it. True or false, Auburn's going to finish dead last in the SEC West. False. I'm going to say Arkansas. I think it's going to be Arkansas, too. But Auburn's going to be my pick to finish sixth for whatever that's worth. Okay. I, I, like we said yesterday, I, I think that you're going to see a very 2012 Ole Miss effort from Auburn. I think the team is go- they're, they're going to beat somebody that they shouldn't because you can coach, and that's what he does. And they don't have a roster that's ready to compete on a weekly basis in the SEC West yet. They're just not ready yet. We talked about them. That was yesterday's pod. We, that was our opponent preview was Auburn, so we had some money on from Auburn. and It made me think about that Freeze has got a little bit of that Mike Leach thing, right? Win one you shouldn't, lose one you shouldn't. Like, I wonder what that's going to be for them this year. Because win one you shouldn't if you're Auburn. I mean, because at the end of the day with Auburn, right, if they beat State, they beat Ole Miss, they beat Texas A&M, they beat Arkansas, is that really win one you shouldn't? I mean, those the programs are, are close enough, right? Right. So is it is it the Iron Bowl? Is it Georgia? Who are they going to beat? Is it LSU? Who are they going to beat? And then they'll lose one. They're going to lose like to both Mississippi schools or, or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. I, I bet that head-scratching loss is going to be in week two, which isn't exactly fair for a new coach. Cal? Yeah. Oh. Can't you see them Their going over there so- at 10 o'clock and losing that game? You, I, I see where you're getting at, but, man, I just that would be a t- 
tough pill to swallow. You're an Auburn fan. You're so excited for the season. And in the back of your mind, you're like, I know this is going to be a tough year. We're going to have to scrape to get to six, seven wins. But it's going to be good going forward. And then you go lose to Cal. That's tough. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy that one. I think they'll beat Cal. So that was true or false. Uh, we'll do more things like that as the season goes on. But man, it, it's going to kind of sneak up on us. So we're we're 58 days away from the start of our team's seasons. Uh, SEC media days is 11 days away. Palmer Home Radiothon's next week. Mm-hmm. And after media days, things just, boom, start happening. Training camp begins, NFL that, preseason games begin, and then suddenly it's like, okay, football's here. That's a few days away. So, like, for, you look for me, like, next week, right, we have, the, on this day a week from today, is the Palmer Home Radiothon. Then Friday is just a normal day, right? Then Saturday I have my last stop on the Catfish Tour up in Algoma, Mississippi. Nice. And then Sunday I'm driving to Nashville. You know, so I got like I got a solid week there of just I'm gonna be busy as heck, and then I, I'm still I'm still mad. I'm gonna say something to Chuck Dunlap when we get up there because putting Ole Miss on the last day. I mean, yes, we could have gotten home a day early. <laughs> Instead, we got to stay up there. Well, uh, who's Ole Miss sending player wise? Have you thought about that yet? Uh, Quinchon Judkins. You think Judkins will go? It's a sophomore. He should. If okay. they're doing it correctly, if they're doing it right, then Judkins goes. Because he's I think their he best player. three offensive players. I don't, I don't even know who you sent. I mean, Cedric Johnson went last year. I guess he can go he again. He go last year. I, I would do Judkins, Dart. I would send Dart. I know it would be awkward because you're going to talk about how there's a competition. Send your the whole quarterbacks. Time. Send in Jackson Dart. Yes. And maybe Jordan Watkins might end up. They'll probably just pick somebody from defense. It might even be Cedric Johnson again. Uh, State, state. I, I won't be surprised if Crumity goes again. He should. He was there last year. And yeah. did well. I mean, Austin Williams went what three years in a row, something like yeah. that. So. But yeah, Senator Williams. If you're going to do three offensive players, then I think Watkins would be a good candidate. Maybe somebody on the offensive line just to throw them a bone. But yeah, yeah, you got to send Dart. And I know SEC media days in the grand scheme of things does not matter. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't. But. It's a free chance to get a bunch of people talking about your program and your players. And mm-hmm. whether this is fair or not, Cole Kublick it would have an aneurysm if you heard me say this. There are very few offensive linemen that people want to hear from. Very very few. I, How dare you? Everybody wants to hear from the quarterback. Every, every team should send their quarterback. Every single one of them. Yeah, I agree. Will Rogers should go. Jackson Dart should go. Daniel should unless go. you have go. unless you have a young quarterback, and you have stars at other positions. For example, like if if Georgia doesn't want to send Carson Beck, I get it. Right? Yeah, I get it. But you know, state should send Rogers. Ole Miss sending Dart would be interesting because there would be all the questions, which is why I don't think they'll send him. I just don't think I, I don't expect them to because Lane wants to to go up there on the podium and talk about a competition, and you can't do that if you only I'll, I'll if you, you only bring one of the two. Let me get my uh, let me get the depth chart up here, and I'll, I'll tell you who I think. Yeah, is. now that I think it's going to be Judkins, J- J- an offensive lineman, and Cedric Johnson. That'll be the three. Either either Eli Acker or Caleb Warren. Caleb Warren. We'll go. Caleb Warren, Judkins, and either either Cedric Cedric Johnson could be it. 
DeAndre Prince could go. That's another one. Yeah, that's a good one. Sistrunk could go as well. I saw Ashanti Sistrunk could go. Those are my picks. That's what he's going to do. Caden Costa, wild card. Yeah, throw the kicker. Hey, where, kicker where were you last year? <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling? How's that leg? Rested? Uh, State, yeah. Rodgers, uh, who else would you pick? If you had the choice. If I'm picking... Rodgers for sure. I would send Jet Johnson. Um, you know, uh, Bookie Watson got arrested uh, recently, so I think he's out. I don't think I don't think that he. I'm not. He's not off the team. Let me let me clear that off. But I don't think I don't think he'll get to go to media days. Uh, so I I would send Rodgers Johnson. I, I might send. I might send like Cam Jones or Nick Jones, one of your tackles. Um, you might send Crumbity again. I mean, Arnett being a defensive guy I might pick two defensive guys. The wild, the wild cards are the skill position guys. We have never heard from any of them. We never get to interview Woody Marks, Tulu Griffin, very rarely. Wally. So I, I don't think it'll be, I don't know if it'll be one of them or not. I would be surprised if it was. Somebody says Rogers, Watson, Crumbity. Mads is definitely taking offensive linemen. They're most they're the most intelligent guys on the squad. Yeah, and that that's the thing. That's what's so funny about that is the, they do really well. the The linemen are great and they're funny, and you can ask them about what they do. They're usually the best interviews, but the overwhelming majority of the people there that are going to promote your program want to do it on the backs of your quarterback. This is kind of the nature of the position. Yeah. You got to be selfless to be an offensive lineman. You do so much more work and you get no credit. Because when a quarterback drops back to pass and, and throws a ball over the middle that's caught for a touchdown, he had three seconds and nobody mentions that. Well, how did he have time to throw a clean football? Nobody cares. That's, that's just kind of how it is. But when do they announce that? Next week, right? We'll know. Gotta be next week, yeah. Like uh, it could be tomorrow. Week. Be honest with you, I wouldn't be totally surprised if they could come out on Friday. I hope so. Gives us some content. I'd uh, I'd love that that Friday news dump. Uh, what quarterbacks are going to go? I mean, because we, we've talked about it. So there's only really five known commodities. I could Milton see Milton go. going from Tennessee. Rattler will go. Yep, I think Jefferson was there last year. He'll definitely come back. Jaden Daniels will be there. Rogers will be there. If I'm Kentucky, I'm. I don't think Dart. Yeah, I don't think Dart will be there. Leary could be there. Swan could be there for Vanderbilt. Wiegman will go. Um, Wiegman will go. I think you're right. Um, Brady Cook. He'll go. Does he go? Yeah. Okay. I'm just. I mean, it's just got to throw him in. Uh, does Mertz go? No. God, you got to send him, don't you? You got to try to get some juice going. Well, they're, they're still trying to tell, tell you him, that like, look, Jack Miller, whatever got a jokes chance. you got. <laughs> Tell Graham Marks, like, whatever jokes you got, if you can do a magic trick, do something. Get people talking. Uh, Peyton Thorne? Probably not. Freeze, Freeze no. hasn't named him the starter yet. Um, Buckner from out. Al- nobody from out. Al- Alabama's not. Alabama won't have a quarterback for the first time in a while. Tua went. Jalen Hurts went. They'll have three linemen. Matt Jones was there. I'm Sa- trying to think. Uh, they Saban's don't have a receiver. Keep that as boring as possible. They might, they might send Jason McClellan. They might send the running back. Yeah. Um, He's a beast. And then just 
trying to think of my, who am I leaving out in the uh, in the East there. Like I said, Milton and Rat. I think Milton will will go. Yeah, I think they'll want to take him and and show him off a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We go to the Pac-12 slash Big Ten when we come back for our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Don't go anywhere. TV. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. We appreciate you being with us on this Thursday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel, the official apparel provider of this show. I'm rocking Genteel right now. I've got a, uh, it's like a white and really light green and really light blue striped golf shirt. Man, this thing is so comfortable, especially when it's hot. Almost feels like you got nothing on, but it's held up well. I mean, I've had this for two years and I wear it all the time and it still looks like I just took it out of the bag. I mean, just a a great golf shirt. And if you want something that's not through Fanatics, because I told you on Monday about my bad Fanatics experience, uh, and you want something good and comfortable, especially early in the season when it's hot or when it does get cold, they've got the cold gear as well, with your team logo on it, check out their collegiate collection at Genteel Apparel. Dot com. But you know what time it is. I'm not going to waste any more time. It's 100 teams in 100 days. This day is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This day is bananas. 100 teams in 100 days. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Team number 58 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. The USC Trojans. This is the only song we play. The only song we play. We play. You're not wrong about that, but it's so good. We were talking about yes about Rocky Top. Ten times worse. Ten times bigger offender of this is all we play. Yeah, but it's so good. I mean, I can just... That is good. I can see the failings marching right now. Yes. Traveler, great mascot with the Trojan on top. Yeah. Tommy Trojan. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. Lincoln Riley entering his second year as the head coach at USC. They went 11-3 and last year, 8-1 and in regular season conference play. As you guys know, they lost to Tulane and then Utah twice last year. Caleb Williams transferring from Oklahoma to USC. Totally, totally wasn't tampered with. And won the Heisman Trophy last year. Lincoln Riley was a model of consistency when he was the head coach at Oklahoma, taking over for Bob Stoops. Went 12 and 2, 12-2, 12-2, 9-2, 10-2 in his years at Oklahoma. Did not fare well, though, 
in the playoffs when he would make it. We're not competitive there really at all. And Lincoln Riley, if you can believe it, only has one bowl win as a head coach. They lost the Cotton Bowl last year, won the Cotton Bowl in 2020. You guys may remember that. Didn't coach in the Alamo Bowl in 2021 and had those three straight losses in 17, 18, and 19. Lincoln Riley won and four in bowl games as the head coach of Oklahoma slash USC. That surprised me a little bit. It's not it's not overly surprising. I just pushing around the Big Twelve and then they play a real team and that's that. Imagine that. So uh the question for USC is not the offense. The question for Lincoln Riley is not the offense. You know it's going to be good because it always is. Reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Stars all over the field. It's defense. They gave up 30 points per game last year. 30. They were an atrocity defensively a year ago. And, and Utah feasted on that, and that's why they lost the two games against them. But not even just Utah. They struggled on that side of the ball. If they don't get better... They're not winning the Pac-12. It's not happening. It's a league that's too good. Washington and Oregon and and Utah again. They're not winning. Twenty-eight points to Stanford, three and nine Stanford. Twenty-five points to three and nine Arizona State. Forty-three to Utah in a loss. Thirty-seven to Arizona in a win. Thirty-five to California, four and eighteen in a win. Forty-five to UCLA. Twenty-seven. To Notre Dame, and then they give up forty-seven, and then fifty. Oh, sorry, forty-six to, to Tulane at the end. Yeah, I mean, atrocity is the right word. They, they were, they. Oh, I get to say it. Hold on, and said it in a little while. They were putrid defensively. Is that thunder rolling in the background as you say that as well? Yeah, nice. big time. Yeah, sound effects. Big time here in Starkville. Uh, yeah. I well, when, when I get going, the thunder roll and thunder rolls. <laughs> Uh, apparently so. Where's Robbie for the lightning to strike? I know, right? Uh, somebody says, loved it when the USC band did Tusk. That's a great music video. Absolutely. If you haven't seen it, when the USC band joins Fleetwood Mac on stage oh, it's in fantastic. the middle of Tusk, yeah. that rules. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, back to the football. Yeah, USC. So I remember the Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to USC thing and how weird that got there for a little while. I imagine they're really psyched up out there about him. Is there any chance, though, you think they not not take a step back, but that they underachieve in 2023? Here's their schedule for reference. They open with San Jose State and Nevada at home. Then they host Stanford in what is being called the Zero Waste Game. Well, that game will in itself be a waste. So, Why, why are they calling it that? I don't know. It's just on, on the schedule. <laughs> the, it's a Zero Waste you, Game. You keep going. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. They follow that up with a road game in Tempe, and then they follow that up with a road game in Boulder, Colorado. They turn around and host Arizona for Family Weekend, presented by an airline company. Sure, why not? Uh, Then they go to Notre Dame, host Utah, presented by a bank. I'm serious. This is all on their schedule. Uh, They go to Cal, host Washington, go to Oregon, host UCLA. Not the easiest schedule in the world, having to go to Oregon, having to go to Notre Dame, playing Utah, playing Washington. USC's record is what? 
probably eleven and one. You think so? And, and I just said it. I, th- I said that because they have the best quarterback in college football, and that's usually that's sometimes that's just enough. It's just enough. Look at Florida State with Jameis Winston, right? They they that wasn't a great team, but they had the best quarterback in college football, and that was enough. Um, look at Alabama last year. That was not that's not a team that should have been eleven and two, but they had the best quarterback in college football. And so it's just how that's how it goes sometimes. Um, he'll be good enough to bail them out most times. I'm interested to see what USC is next year when he's gone. And they're recruiting well, right? They have a, like a pair of five oh, stars yeah. behind them. I'm sure they do, but it's one thing to be a five-star. It's another thing to be the Heisman Trophy winner and the best quarterback in college football. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of work to get there. You know what Caleb so. Williams is? What everybody hopes Anthony Richard Anthony Richardson was? Yes. He is he is what Anthony Richardson was should have been. He's he's doing what people are projecting Anthony Richardson to do. Which as you know, when you struggle in college, you're definitely gonna figure it out in the NFL because that happens. Um, happens all the time. Happens all every time. The time. So USC, team number fifty-eight on hundred teams in hundred days. Uh, I imagine they've got a pretty expansive list of famous alumni. It's it's not it's not fair how the, what their famous alumni list looks like. It, it's it's totally not fair. I mean, John Wayne's number one. Right, you, you can't go wrong with the Duke, Tom Selleck, uh, Ron Howard, and George Lucas. Neil Armstrong is on the list. Oh my God! First guy on the moon might be no the best one ever. Yeah, Michael Landon. Everybody loves Michael Landon. John Ritter. Uh, I mean, it's just all, a ton of actors and actresses went to uh, USC. Naturally. So, O.J. Simpson. Who could forget the juice? Two thousand yards rushing. Who could forget the juice? Yeah. I don't know that anything. He did some. Did some. Uh, you know, did the Hertz commercials and then did a couple movies. I don't know what happened after that. You know, there, there's a the thing that. People do it like frat parties and stuff. Guys have uh, like day drinking jerseys, basically. And mm-hmm. often you got 21 year old dudes wearing OJ Simpson USC jerseys. They shouldn't do that. And, and that's kind of, you know, I don't want to be the old man because, like, I, I did the fraternity thing. I day drink every day, basically. But I feel like that that is one of those things where it's like somebody needs to tell, hey man, like I know we're a bunch of idiots, but take that off. But I'm an, I, I'm I'm a grumpy old man at this point. I, just, I don't think you should be buying OJ Simpson jerseys and wearing them in public. But that's just that's just me. I don't know. Either. I agree. I agree with you. Six year one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. Somebody says Snoop Dogg is a. Uh, Famous alum. Jeff says you could have just stopped at John Wayne. Yeah, that, that would have won the competition well, of best famous alum right there. Well, I tell you what, Pilgrim. I wanted to talk about some other people, too. It's not my best. No. I can, it, it's, it's serviceable. The, the point came across. They got it. They, they got, got it. it. Yeah. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. We'll be right back.
sports in Mississippi. You'll hear about it here. Here. Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah. Super Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Uh, a stat dump, because I, I've got these. I had them a few weeks ago. We didn't finish them, and I'm going to bring them to you right now. Here's some random NFL stats for you, and some of these cracked me up or blew my mind. If you remember a few weeks ago, we did about half of them. Here's the other half. Uh, the Jets' last 4,000-yard passing season was in 1967. Is that Namath? That's Broadway Joe. Oh man, gosh! You would think you would think one somebody would have done that, but I guess not. Not Zach Wilson. I remember there was uh, one O'Brien? draft analyst, just one, when Zach Wilson was coming up, that was like, "Hey, he's not going to be a good pro because he's behind the best offensive line that college football's probably ever seen in terms of protecting the quarterback, not players on it." You get the point. Zach Wilson in college almost never threw from a pocket that wasn't perfect. And the guy said, Mm -hmm. not only does he not throw from muddy pockets often, when he does, he's horrible. And sure enough, basically every NFL pocket is muddy, and he's horrible. And it is one guy at The Athletic, Ted Wynn, I think is his name. I think Mm -hmm. think it's his name. But I remember his breakdown of, everybody's in love with Zach Wilson, they shouldn't be, and it's because of the offensive line. And sure enough, he goes to the Jets, not good enough. Anyway, Kenny Pickett is the there first is. rookie in the history of the NFL to have a game-winning touchdown pass in the final minute of consecutive games. Okay. I would not have guessed that. That's, that's interesting. This is a kind of a widely known one, but in 2014, the Kansas City Chiefs, in 16 games did not have a wide receiver catch a single touchdown pass. And the entire season, 16 games, not one wide receiver received a touchdown. That's hard to believe, but okay. Randall Cunningham has the third longest punt in the history of professional football at 91 yards. I I, I think I did know that one. Cunningham was an outstanding punter in college. I thought about a guy who was born about twenty-five years, thirty years yeah. too early. Would have been he would have been like he would have been better than Michael Vick. Yeah, what would he be today if he if he was I mean, drafted? Today? Unstoppable, unstoppable. I mean, we mentioned college, Anthony I mean, Richardson earlier. Look at what happened to Anthony. Yeah. He, Anthony Richardson stunk. He stunk in college. He was not good. Yeah. And look at what happened. Randall Cunningham, first off, never would have been at UNLV. Somebody would have found him and fed him in a power five. And and in the right system, he would have been a 3,000, 1,000 guy in college. Yeah. No uh, no doubt. In 1956, the starting quarterback for the Eagles, Bobby Thomason, led the league with 21 interceptions thrown compared to just four passing touchdowns in 12 games. He completed just 50% of his passes, ran for just 48 yards, 
and fumbled twice on a team that was 3-8-1, and one, and he was named to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Rough year for quarterbacks in 56. If I made you guess, who is the quarterback that had the fastest five touchdown passes thrown in one game ever? So the fastest of five touchdowns thrown in a game ever. Who is it? Is it a, is it a name I would know? It's a name you would know. Okay. I'm going to go... It's got to be recent, because it just wouldn't have been a lot of five touchdown games back in the day. Elway. Joe Flacco. Oh, Did man! It? <laughs> Elite! Elite quarterback! Took him 16 minutes and 3 seconds in a game to throw five touchdown passes. That's an NFL (laughs) record. And finally, in 1943, Don Hudson led the NFL in scoring, receiving touchdowns, receiving yards, receptions, field goals made, and intercepted passes, and was not the league MVP. Don Hudson was so far ahead of his time. Don Hudson has one of my favorite quotes in the history of sports. when he He was asked at like... 1970 or something. He was like, or, or, I'm sorry, he was asking like the 80s when the teams were really starting to throw the ball around more. He's like, how many balls do you think you would catch these days? He's like, ah, oh, gosh, I don't know, 30, 40? And somebody's like, 30 or 40? That's less than in your prime. He's like, I'm 76. <laughs> well, I love that. Oh, that's so good. That is so yeah. good. Jim says, don't forget about Rob Baronis, eight field goals for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that uh, I, I wish I had the whole list uh, saved. I only had the back half. But hope you guys enjoyed that little NFL random stat dump for you. We're getting into the college football fix next. Odds are out for who's going to make the playoff. And I want to spin that into a, a conversation that Haydad and I had for about 30 seconds at the end of a show recently. I want to bring back up because I think I'm spot on on my assessment of that. So we'll see. You guys tell me. 601-879-4395 is the text line. College Football Fix is coming your way next. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. (laughs) On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you on this Thursday. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Don't forget all guests join us. All guests join us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Had some fun today for a July 6th. Nothing really going on in the sports world. A listener told us earlier, if you're just joining us, getting off work, uh, that the biggest sports story today was that Victor Wimbanyama's security guard slapped Britney Spears in Vegas. Uh, so, yeah. ha- having that to work with today, I think we did pretty good. Slap, we did. slap is a sport now. You know? It is. You can watch it on TV. Yeah, Dana White's invested, isn't he? Or is about to? Or I believe. I believe so. Yeah. You know, those are the dumbest people on earth. 
I get fight like boxing, UFC fighting. There is so much involved technically in that sport. It's not just violence. It's a lot of violence, but there there is some level of like artistry to it, skill mastery. When you are just standing still, or you have a guy that's just standing still, and you slap him as hard as you can, that's just stupid. I wonder how much money we could raise for Palmer Home for a slap to Richard and a slap to me from from each other. Oh my God! I, all the state fans would send in money for me to slap Richard and the other way around. I could not fathom. So, in case you no, missed any, I need to look at that next year. The Sports Talk Mississippi podcast will be uploaded for you about twenty minutes or so after we go off air. Just search Sports Talk Mississippi in your favorite podcast app. Also, Thunder and Lightning for your Mississippi State fix, Rebel Report for your Ole Miss fix, and Eagle Hour for your Southern miss fix there's some odds out for the college football playoff we'll tell you who that is right now for the college football fix college football fix driven by ford and your local mississippi ford dealer we've only got a few more weeks until the football starts picking up people so you gotta spend your summer when you're not at the pool or at the beach like richard although richard drove an f-150 to the beach probably enjoyed the trip. It's a great truck. Stop by and test drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. The F-150 been the best-selling truck in America for almost five decades. So uh, I'm going to tell you who are the favorites to make the college football playoff, or more specifically, to win the national championship. And then there's something I want to bring up that Hayden and I brought up the other day. So, Georgia the favorite at plus 220, according to BetMGM. Plus 220, Georgia to win the national championship. Fair? Fair. Sure. Should be a little higher, to be honest with you. I'm surprised by this one. Alabama is second at plus 600. Now, what a gap that is between 220 and 600, but Alabama's second at plus 600. I mean, when you look at the top teams, Alabama, Ohio State, don't know who the quarterback is. Michigan hasn't shown you they can beat the SEC. USC, no defense. You can make a case that if Buckner's any good, they're they're gonna they're gonna cruise. So you can. Ohio State at plus seven hundred ahead of Michigan, which is interesting. That is interesting. I would take Michigan to beat Ohio State. Right now. Michigan at plus nine hundred. LSU at plus twelve hundred. Okay. That's some value. USC some at value plus in that 1,400. Pit. There is value with LSU there. Yeah. USC at plus 1,400. Clemson at plus 1,800 alongside Florida State at plus 1,800. So Value with Florida State, too. A lot of value there. There'd be some value in Washington if you want to keep going down the list. But yeah. th- that is... the When I saw that, I had that helpless feeling of there's only like three teams here that have a chance at winning the thing. And then I had to remind myself that it's been that way. We used to mock that on this show every year. We would have the same, the odds would come out, and it's, well, hey guys, four teams can win the championship. Here they are. Every year, Mm -hmm. it's been that way in the playoff era. If you can believe it, Ohio State winning the first college football playoff, Ohio State was an upset. That was surprising because of the quarterback injuries. That that's where we are. That's where we have been in college football. 
It's the same four or five teams every year can win. And that hasn't changed, and that hasn't gotten any worse. If you listen to us every day, you heard a couple months ago now that the the recruiting has actually uh, spread out ever so slightly in this era. So, So nothing really has changed in terms of haves and have nots and you know the big programs are going to get all the players they always already did they always had the best odds they always won all the championships pre NIL post NIL it's the the exact same thing and so here's what i wanted to bring up today cuz i mentioned it to you the other day and i kind of liked where where my head was here and you guys out there listening tell me if you agree with this I read something yesterday from CBS and Dennis Dodd about how we're three years into the NIL era and nobody has fixed NIL. And you had all the contingent go up to Washington to lobby Congress, and guess what? That went nowhere. Uh, Because Congress intentionally doesn't want to do anything to help you in your daily life, they're sure not going to help college football either. I think that's the wrong thing to try to fix. When everybody talks about how NIL is out of control, the money is out of control, I think that's the wrong thing that's out of control. I think it's the movement. And if you stopped the movement, the money wouldn't bother people. I was thinking about Ole Miss in this capacity. Quinshawn Judkins. Kind of under-recruited relative to his obvious ability out of high school. Alabama didn't pursue him. Auburn did late, and they were kind of like, we're too good for you in his recruitment. Lane Kiffin wanted him, got him. Had a heck of a first year. Led the SEC in rushing, all that. Immediately thereafter, basically everybody in college football tampers with and tries to get him. But Ole Miss ponied up a bunch of money and gave him a... He's under contract. That's what all of these are. He's got a fat contract to keep running the football for Ole Miss. Guess what's going to happen after this year, too? The exact same freaking thing. And you know where that doesn't happen? Professional sports. When the Dallas Cowboys signed Dak Prescott to that big contract at the time, guess who didn't have to worry about their quarterback anymore? The, the Ravens, they just went through this. Ravens fans just went through it. They were so worried about Lamar Jackson leaving. And then he signed with the Ravens. Big contract. And guess what they don't have to worry about anymore? Lamar Jackson leaving. It is not good for fan health to worry about their best players leaving on an annual basis. I don't think the overwhelming majority of people give a crap about the money. I think that's secondary. Some people do. Some people really get bothered that college athletes are making money. And and they always will. But I think the issue is the the the, the right issue is not being tackled. The fact that and it's not the players' fault. The fact that Quinshawn Judkins can go right back a year later and say, eh, my contract, you know, the gigantic contract that you guys gave me, highest paid player on the team, not enough anymore. Double it. Because guess who's going to double it? Alabama. They'll double it. Auburn will double it. So you have to, too. Or else, see ya. That doesn't exist in the NBA. That doesn't exist in Major League Baseball. It doesn't exist in the NFL. And the money's greater there. But I promise you, Ole Miss fans could stomach how much money Quinshawn Judkins is making 
if it locked him into Ole Miss for more than just one year. Am I wrong? First off, you tricked me. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about college football, and and you tricked me. I just want to point that out. I did a little bit. This we is get another back, we, NIL discussion. We can get back to that. Uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree because, you know, and it goes back to recruiting, right? Like the word commitment is such a terrible word to describe what happens in the recruiting process because commitment means you're committed. It's it's over. And yet you see guys who have they're on their third and fourth commitments. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for your girlfriend. Um so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and you're right. There are some people who are just like, I don't want them getting paid, which is just silly because they've always been getting paid. And at least this way it's come to the light of day. And some good can come of it. For, 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 I mean, think back to last year with Will Rogers had an NIL deal that raised, what, $35,000, $36,000 for Make-A-Wish? Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a good thing. Um, but it is, it is like, especially when you're a school like Ole Miss or State, you know, Alabama doesn't have to worry about it as much. Georgia doesn't have to worry about it as much. But if you're State and you, or if you're Ole Miss and you have a Quinshawn Judkins, yeah, it's a legitimate concern. And it shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. I, I agree that I agree that, that is unpalatable to the average college football fan. And I sympathize with that totally. Totally. So we got some of your messages. We'll read those. And then uh, I promised Hayden I will get back to college football. So we'll do some more college football uh, as well. But I've been, I've been thinking about that today. And it, the issue is not the money. The issue is the movement. And, and college athletes who are not as valuable as Lamar Jackson have more privileges than Lamar Jackson. Is that fair? No, it is not. More when we come back. It's Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. In the text on said you could get Richard to shave his head for Palmer home. You want to bet that I can tell you something Never. that will not happen? Never happen. Never happen. Rhino will do it. He he will do it. Literally, Rhino's going to do, do it. it. Yeah, he's going to do it. Nate, we talked about it last night on Thunder and Lightning. His his yearly shearing. I said we need to get some like those big uh, hedge clipper scissors. You know <laughs> that would be really funny. Do with be so funny. Uh, a few of your messages, and then we'll we'll get Haydad's thoughts on the the odds here. I've got a few more I'm going to read to you as well, see if there's any value there. Mike in Madison says, I agree with you a thousand percent, or is that ten? That's ten thousand percent. Portal needs addressing, not NIL. Too close to be detailed, but classic example with a baseball player here in Mississippi. Another one, you're spot on. Loyalty to the school is most important. Bobby says, I still think the money should be hidden, the amounts anyway, and if it comes out, it's discussed, you lose all ability to get an, an, another NIL deal, period. I don't know. Uh, Who's discussing the amounts? Who, 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 I have never heard an NIL deal where somebody was able to confirm an amount. Yeah, they keep those hidden. Somebody said, I think Livy Dunn yeah. is the one got it going on with NIL. Yeah, she's, yeah, very much She's so. doing well. She's a millionaire, multi-millionaire. Uh, you, another message, you must have contracts with teeth. If they leave, they should have to pay back the contract and the penalties to the collective to pay another player to replace. 
All of this movement crap is for the birds and ruins the fan experience because each year has potential to be all rookies and have to start all over again. It's a bad system. Well, the that, the, the issue is the, the, the contracts are, are given by a third party. So they can't, and, and you would never sign a player if you're the school giving out contracts that make you pay them back if you leave. What, had, what should have happened is the NCAA should have done, hey, here's an idea, when you sign a letter of intent for a school, it's for two years. Out of high school, is for two years. And then after that, if you want chaos, that's fine. But the fact that a player can go to a school, sign in January, and transfer out in April is ludicrous. That's so stupid. And but to your point though, the the anxiety that comes with the the constant movement is not good for fan morale. And I was listening to a podcast with the Kelsey brothers, Jason and Travis Kelsey. They do a podcast together. Don't listen to it with the kids in the car, but it's really good, insightful when it comes to the NFL. Good point. It, don't, don't don't listen to it with the kids in the car. No, but they were talking about the COVID year and how bizarre it was playing without fans. And they both were like, look, we don't just say that to make our fans happy. It sucks playing football without fans. It's worse. He said the game play, they said playing the game is worse as a player without fans. Even on the road, they're like, I'd rather play 17 road games than have eight home games with nobody in the crowd. So when you are involved in a system that is giving fans anxiety or whatever you want to call it. Hey, Dad lost power. Um, so we'll try to get him back as best we can. But when you've got a system in place that gives fans anxiety every single year that their best players might leave, it's a bad system. And they, the thing is, they still can do something about this if they choose to. The, the fact is, I said it before, I'll use the same example. The fact that, with all due respect, great player, love watching him play, it's great that he's at Ole Miss, but the fact that Quinshawn Judkins has more leverage and power than Lamar Jackson, that's a problem. He has more leverage and power than the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That's a problem. And that can be fixed, and nobody's doing anything about it. Need to go to a draft. The you can't though. That that's the issue is you can't go to a draft uh, because you can't tell people where they're going to college. Bobby and Batesville says if it's not discussed, how could another team offer double without knowing what the amount is they're doubling? Because the players tell them they're, they're just not public information. Teams don't have unlimited money to just say I'll double it, so a team may come in and offer an amount. But numbers are discussed. Yeah, that's all. They, they just they find out what the player's making. Yeah, ask them, or or just offer what they think is more. I mean, it, it's not hard to learn it, through the back channels what players are getting. It's not hard to learn. Uh, college kids aren't exactly, um, you know, the, the best at keeping secrets. And and the thing is, they they want to use the leverage. They want to use it. They want other schools to know what they're making so they can start upping the ante. Can't continue like that. I'm I'm perfectly, 100%,
all in on players getting money. Legal adults should be allowed to get paid for doing what whatever they do. You should be allowed to get paid for it. But the fact that contracts don't exist, real contracts, is truly bizarre. Mike, you are right, and that is true, and, and you've got that system going on in this state, that the smart collective structure their deals to be paid out monthly. That is true, but th they're not binding. They're only binding one way. How many contracts or how many good contracts are only binding one way? Not many. Hey, it's having fun with me on the, the video feed, because when he loses power, uh, the video still holds, just not the the audio, so he's pretending like he's talking to me. It's kind of funny. Uh, I, I'm going to have to wait to the break, though, to try to get him back. So if you want more Hey Dad, you got to wait another three minutes before I can cycle the power and hopefully get him back on. Otherwise, you're just going to ride with me for the rest of the day, and that's okay. Do I think Dak Prescott leaves state if there's NIL when he played? I don't think so. And, and, and that's something that you do have to remember. Not everybody leaves. Your roster is filled with 85 guys. 85 guys aren't leaving. Will Rogers was contacted by another SEC program. He, another SEC, well, tried to be anyway. I don't know if Rogers himself spoke to the coach himself, but there is an SEC West program that tried to get in contact with Will Rogers. He stayed at Mississippi State. There are more examples of players staying than there are of players leaving. Judkins stayed at Ole Miss. Jackson Dart could have gone somewhere if he wanted to. He had multiple options. If I'm being honest with you, chose to stay. More players choose to stay than leave. That's something you got to remember. The guys that leave get all the headlines, but they, they do stay more often than leave. But the anxiety of they might leave is an issue to me. Another message, agree with the two-year commitment comment, but would add that you only get one transfer. If you're going pro and are that good, you're probably leaving after three years anyway. Kenny, and this, you're spot on. Kenny says, for me, it's a player transferring before even seeing a snap. That just simply, it's just ludicrous. It is. And professional athletes don't get that luxury. They don't. <laughs> Somebody says the other guy ain't good anyway. Take it solo the rest of the way. Uh, I, you know, one of these days, one of these days, I'll be able to kick Haydad off of this show permanently. But today is not that day. I think he hears me. I can't hear you. So, no, I cannot. But he can hear me somehow. That's interesting. We'll figure that out. I, hey, Dad, uh, I'm going to reset the, the the tie line at the break is what I'm going to have to do. I'm just going to have to reset the whole thing. If Dart transfers, he has to sit. Not true if he gets a degree, which he will by the end of this year. Is it not just the free market at work? It is. It, it is. But there are restrictions in sports, professional sports. That That exists. There are, I mean, you sign non-competes and things like that. I've got a buddy that had to sit six months through the end of a non-compete before he could take another job. People in, in our industry sign multi-year contracts with their employer. I've, I've got a buddy that does radio in another state, signed a three-year deal. He can't, he can't leave. He, he's with that company for three years, and if they fire him, they have to pay him out the full length of the contract. 
And if he leaves, he has to pay them out the full length of the contract. He, he's, he's bought in with his employer. So, so that exists everywhere, but especially in sports. Mike says greed isn't good. No, it's not, but it, uh, it does drive most, uh, most things. 601-879-4395 is the text line. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show today. I think it's raining outside my window as well. I don't think that's why Haydad lost power. I, I, what's bizarre is, on his system, it tells me that he doesn't have power. But he can hear me. But he can't talk. What a world. Honestly, th- th- this is the best version of Haydad that can hear me but can't say anything back to me. <laughs> Uh, we'll figure this out and get them back when we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. Triple Eight Eight Zero Eight Eight Six Three Seven on Super Talk Mississippi. And he's back. Forky and, nice. and again, Brian Haydad with you. I guess some pop-up I'm ready to go shop. home. Yeah. Well, you can go for it if you we'll want call to. Call it a day. I don't know. I was going to call it a day. I don't know if the bosses would the, appreciate when the, when that. The, but. You know, Houston. Shout out to Houston McDavid, by the way, the goat. Who, who, when he tells you how to fix something, if you just do what he says, it will get fixed every time. So he, in the past couple times this has happened, he's just been like, give it the old plug it, unplug it, plug it back in. When that didn't work, I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, oh god, here we go. And so then he gave us a second suggestion, which has got us to where we are now. So, there you go. Bobby uh, didn't appreciate a listener taking a shot at you. said, I'm an Ole Miss fan that listens to Thunder and Lightning religiously. Hey, Dad's awesome, even though I don't agree with him 85% of the time. If I could change, and you could change, we could all change. It's like, it's like the end of Rocky IV. I'm bringing everybody together. You know what that is? That's a good patron right there. Yeah. That, that's... They used to. I have not. Who heard. took a shot at me though? What oh nobody. It was just like, hey, this show's better without Haydad. Just go solo the rest of the day. Just joking, you know. Just what? Yeah. Um, I, I've not Somebody heard this me phrase a fat in forever. Earlier on the text line. Yeah, and he got uh, his insult wrong. Like he was mad at you about hmm. something that he heard incorrectly. So. Hmm. But yeah, P one is what they call those guys in the radio business. Who said we're a bunch of losers? Yeah. The same guy who said that you take it solo the rest of the way. Oh, <laughs> he's just. Uh, well, hey, he's here, so at least there's that. You know, I'm he, could, he could be doing yeah. anything else right now, and he's listening to us calling us True. losers. Counts as one, all the same. It's true. 
All right, it's so absolutely true. The, the championship odds. Uh, there's a few more I'm just going to throw your way. So you like the okay. value at Florida State at 1,800. How about Texas with yeah, the ninth is. best odds? Give me a yeah. break. Although on that note, the uh, Big 12 media preseason poll came out. Yeah, Texas got overwhelming favorite. 41 first place votes to second place Kansas State's 14. I don't know if you saw this. I found it very interesting, though. The Big 12 preseason offensive player of the year. Not Quinn Ewers. Jalen Daniels from Kansas. Good. I'm glad that Kansas got a little wreck. Very surprising, though. I expect Ewers to have a big year. So that's, that's I, I was surprised by that. So Texas at plus 2,200. Penn State's got the 10th best odds. Uh, a few more to throw at you. Tennessee at plus 3,500 alongside Oregon and Washington at plus 4,000. Anim and Utah plus 5,000. Wisconsin has better odds than Oklahoma. UCLA's mm. at plus 10,000. Ole Miss is at plus 12,500, the number 20 in odds to win the national championship. Now, you know, if you're betting on UCLA, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Utah, Ole Miss, A&M to, to win the title, then you're just lighting that money on fire. But is there anything in this list from 1 to 20 that you like in terms of value? I like LSU, and I like Florida State, and then beyond that, I feel like you're pushing it. Yeah, so. plus 1,800 hey, we've been, we've been sort of, feels really good. It does. We've been kind of sitting on this all day. I wanted to get some real confirmation, and Sid Salter just tweeted about it, so we will talk about it. Former Mississippi State All-American, uh, the number 2 overall pick in the 1981 NFL, 1982 NFL draft, a man who played for a long time in the NFL, great Mississippi State Bulldog. Johnny Cooks has passed away today. Leland, Mississippi, was on those great MSU teams in 80 and 81, and... Uh, a long-time member of the athletic department and a, a beloved Bulldog has passed away today. Uh, so rest in peace to a great Bulldog and to his family. We offer up our, our prayers. And, uh, yeah, tough day for Mississippi State to lose a, a legend of, of, of that stature for them. A unanimous All-American his senior year. You know how hard that is to do? Yeah, everybody voted him a first team. And then, like I said, I don't think people realize he was the number two overall pick in the draft. Who went number one that year? 1982. A guy named Kenneth Sims, who was a defensive tackle from from Texas. Hmm. And, of course, Johnny, Johnny Cook's also a Super Bowl champion. Uh, one, it was, uh, was on the 90, 1990 Giants team that won the Super Bowl. 373 tackles in his college career. Had 24 against Auburn yeah. one time. Yeah. I believe it. Twenty-four tackles in a football game is absurd. That's that's. that's not the, it that's, really feels like you're MSU making every play. <laughs> Who is? That's not the MSU record. Yeah, it's uh, Ray Costick at twenty-seven in one game. Wow. Yeah, remember back in the day, think about linebackers. Everybody just ran the ball. True. It's easier, you know. Man, sad day. Thirty-two NFL sacks, four interceptions as well as a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Played over almost a decade in the NFL. For the Baltimore Colts, that always yeah. trips me out when I see Baltimore Colts, Giants, and uh, so they would have taken Johnny Cooks number two, and then the next year they would have taken John Elway number one. Of course, he never played for. Him. Yeah, Set I bet off. Cooks hated Elway. He was like, "You could have just come to Baltimore, and we would have been. I would have gotten a couple Super Bowls." 
Uh, yeah, at least got one. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, uh, sad day though. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yes. All right. So I just, I just don't see a lot of, you know, USC because they have Williams is a threat in every game. So maybe, maybe, but LSU is the real value at twelve hundred, right? Because if they win the West, then all they got to do is find a way to beat Georgia. And even if you don't have to beat Georgia, if if, if they're if they can somehow go undefeated, they could lose to Georgia and still get in. Because they would have beaten Alabama and Florida State at that point. They, right. they, they, they would be in at well at twelve and one, no question. So, could this finally be the year where we get the twelve and one, the thirteen and 12 and one, twelve and one SEC triangle? And get three in the playoff at once. Those three plus Michigan. Oh man, how rich that would be! Oh, people would be so mad. And, and the playoff is expanding the next year. Uh, you know what's going to be yeah. so funny is when the SEC gets mm-hmm. five teams into the twelve-team playoff. I'm I'm going to laugh because I think that day's happening, so, and in short order too. Now you got me wondering, like, what were the uh, what were the rankings last year? What like how close like you could have gotten? Then? Yeah, so last year, is this the final one? Yeah, this is the final. Yeah. So you had, would have had Georgia in. You would have had Alabama in. Tennessee. Georgia would have been the SEC champion. And then you're, you're at, Georgia was Alabama was fifth and Tennessee was sixth. LSU might have gotten in had they beaten Texas A&M. So last but, year, they should the, the league should have had four. Yeah, they should have had four, I think. What a bizarre loss that was. True, and it's one of the weirdest losses. And then if there had been somehow the fifth, it would have either been South Carolina or Mississippi State. <laughs> Shows how close, though. Yeah, yeah. Shows how close you can be. I mean, if State had beaten Kentucky, yeah, They're right in it. You're right in it. Emmanuel Forbes made one of the most heady plays in that game, though. Uh, my gosh, it, it, it looked like he was shot out of a should never a pick rifle. that off. Yeah, he read that play from the, the from the moment they broke the huddle. He was like, "I know where this ball is going." You know when he read that that's play the only on Tuesday in the film room. That's that's when yeah. he read that yeah. play. As soon as they broke the huddle and he saw the formation, he's like, "I know where the ball's going." Yep. So that's and why his first round pick took off. Everything coming out of Washington says that he looks like a stud too. So that's great. That's great to see. Yeah, the the OTAs, man. It's not like it's not even like this summer league deal that's going on because Victor's going to look great in summer league probably. Although Brandon Miller has really struggled so far, which mm-hmm. he really struggled in the NCAA tournament. And it's it's just summer league, and it was just a couple of games in the NCAA tournament. But the most important games or the games against the best players he's played in, he's been bad. So that's something to keep an eye on. But Victor's going to be great in yeah. summer league, right? That's, but but when you are a, a rookie in camp, showing out like that, it's different than when you get reports out of spring practice in college. It's a very different thing in terms of the reliability of the information and, and what that translates to in the season. If you hear great things out of out of camp in the NFL. 
That is far more likely to come true than the great things you hear out of spring practice that are closed off to media that can't watch it in college. Very different thing. More reliable. We got another Georgia player arrested for reckless driving, too. No way. Uh, This is from this today. He was arrested uh, last night. Yeah, last night. Oh, no, this morning. 10.31 a.m. doing 88 and a 55. They've got a problem there. They they have a they have a they have a culture problem. Yeah, and I don't I I, I don't know. I'm very surprised by some from from Kirby Smart who who worked with Nick Saban that this is happening. It's 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 gonna it's gonna continue to get out of hand unless he he has to make a statement. He's gonna have to like kick kick a couple guys off the team and just be like next if you get a ticket you're out. When you lose a teammate. And have player. Yeah, after you would player think it would be player. easy. She had to stop. Sports but. Talk Mississippi. One more segment with you on this Thursday. We'll be back. Gosh. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on Supertalk.fl, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Buttering you up, hey Dad. Kenny and Weston says, Hey Dad makes the show, and I'm an Ole Miss fan. It really wouldn't be a show without Brian Hey Dad. Wouldn't. That's true. I, you know. I'm just saying. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate it. Appreciate all you guys out there. I appreciate you, Michael Ward. We appreciate you. A lot of appreciating going on around here. By the way. I'm going to give you a little little tip there. I love that song, Cream, Sunshine of Your Love. It's great. The best cover in the world is Living Colors' version of that song. I'll check it out. Just, I'm just telling you to check that out. I'll you're going to be very excited. We got this message. How close are we to the Hall of Fame game? I have good news for you. Yes, it's the preseason. Yes, it doesn't count for anything. Doesn't matter. But real doesn't matter. live tackle football played by professionals four weeks from tonight. Every year when that game is happening, I call my wife into the living room. And my like, honey, come in here and they tell you something. And she'll come in and she'll be like, what? And I just say, football's back! <laughs> And she's probably like, oh, God. <laughs> she's oh. like, oh, God. And he's like, I'll talk to you in December. <laughs> I want to read something to you guys to, to end the show. This isn't sports, but it, you, you'll find it funny. Reddit is a website, if you're not familiar, where there's a message board for basically everything. And there's an advice board where people will post uh, things that they're going through and ask for advice. A girl in a relation in a, on a relationship subreddit asking for advice on how to handle this situation with her boyfriend posted this. We've been together for two years, and he's overall fantastic, very thoughtful, kind, funny, and interesting. For instance, he always brings me my favorite snacks when he goes out without me, even asking for them. Oh. He'll comfort me after a tough day. I work at a call center, and sometimes it gets crazy. For the most part, he's also very respectful of me. We were both raised Catholic, and he's very active in the church and an overall stand-up guy, which I admire. 
Literally the only problem in our relationship is his obsession with Dave and Buster's. I'm only telling you guys all this so you don't just tell me to break up with him because although we have this problem, I don't want to leave him. My boyfriend absolutely must go to Dave and Buster's once a week or else he throws a tantrum. I'm not exaggerating when I use the word tantrum. We're talking crying, stomping, etc. It's bad. He will beg and plead and state that the only thing he wants to do is for us to go to Buster's. And if it's been more than a week, he'll say we haven't been in forever. I've tried talking it through with him. I have suggested other restaurants, even other barcades, but it has to be Dave and Buster's. When I tell him I don't really enjoy going with him and that he could go alone, he says something like, What do you mean? You love Buster's. I give you all the prizes. When we do go, we spend a ridiculous amount of money, and he makes me follow him around to each game so we can play together. <laughs> I pressed him about it, and the only explanation is he's been able to give me is that he had his ninth birthday at Dave and Buster's, and he considers it the single greatest day of my life. How do I help him move past this? I really want to keep dating this man, but this absolutely is unacceptable. Please help. Yeah, have their wedding at Dave and Buster's. That's the second best one of these I've ever read. The number one will always be the guy who had to baby talk around his 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 wife for to try to win a bet, and it finally she she snapped when he finally threw a tantrum at the grocery store asking for chocolate ice cream. And when he started screaming, he wanted chocolate ice cream, ice cream. I'm sorry. She was like, "I've had enough. I can't." And he explained that he was trying to win a bet, to win a, a signed baseball. Oh it wasn't even, like, for a million dollars. This is a good one, though. Uh, that is a good one. What are you talking David about? Busters. You love Busters. You love Busters. <laughs> He's gaslighting her about Dave and Busters. <laughs> and the best part is, like, he can't even go to another barcade. Like, I love barcades, man. They're fun. I love going to those places. Oh, there, there's, there's, there's a great one in Birmingham. Uh, I went to one in Vegas a few years ago. Oh, a few years ago. It's been almost a decade now. God, i got to get back. But those are fun. I have a great time there. Any place where a VIP room includes a, you know, a PS4 and Madden, I'm, I'm in. I'll go to that VIP room. I guess they're PS5s now. So, But that's it. It's weird. It's weird. Very weird. I don't know how to describe it. Either that or Dave and Buster's wrote this post, and it's just a viral marketing ploy, in which case it worked. It's a good one. It is yeah. a good one. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us this afternoon. Always love to have you. Um, Morky, you want to go to Buster's after after the show? Yeah, I love Buster's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? We'll split the money. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, 3 o'clock. We'll see you then. Still no Richard.
Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.